What's up? It's Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Thanks for listening to the Under the Hood podcast presented by Coors Light. Stay inside and buy your Coors Light online. Find out how at get.coorslight.com. Coors Light, take time to chill. Go! Under the Hood with Jonathan Hood. Follow us on the gram at IGJHood and at ESPN underscore Chicago. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. What's up and welcome in. This is Under the Hood with Jonathan Hood. Weeknights at 7 right here on ESPN 1000. ESPN Chicago app. Open phone lines 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. Hit me up on uh, Twitter, Twitter.com, TweetJHood. Eric, you good? Everything good? Oh, yeah, we're rolling. We're good. Good. Um, interesting weekend. Got a chance to watch the UFC 251, and uh, we'll hear from Ray Flores on that coming up. As far as our Tales from the Hood segment coming up at 830, he will uh, review it. I thought I had, I had a really good time uh, watching UFC 251 because it was live sports. It was on ESPN+. Plus. We talked about it. We previewed it last week. And... Um, you know, when I'm thinking about live sports and thinking about how in the late here in the month of July into August, scheduled is supposed to be baseball. Scheduled is supposed to be more boxing, more MMA, uh, more tennis. NASCAR is up and running. And I can just tell from me doing six episodes of the Major League Baseball show that uh, we um, – unveiled last Monday, a week from today, that some of you are not sure. I could tell. I've been doing this for, it's going to be 30 years next year. I've been doing this for a long time. been around radio for a long time and sports. And I, I, I could tell from some of you that listen to the shows that I've been doing over the years um, that you're not sure because we're in a very, very weird time. My cousin texted me, um, my crazy cousin Wiley, who loves sports uh, as much as I do, as much as any other fan. And he texted me and he said, um, Hood, thanks so much for not doing doom and gloom shows. And I understood what he was saying, but at the same time, I, I, I understand the reality of what's going on here in our, in our country and around our world. It is, for some, very frightening. For others, it's kind of like, oh, you're taking away our freedoms, uh, with a bunch of Z's and a bunch of S's. Why are you taking away our freedoms? Why do we have to wear masks? All this stuff. From a, from a sports standpoint, though, I believe that these sports that we're watching are tempting fate. They believe that they can be able to push forward and have sports going on despite the pandemic taking place. We know it's there, and we know that there have been athletes that had to be quarantined, set aside for 12, 14 or more days because of COVID-19. We heard about Russell Westbrook of the Houston Rockets who was able to have COVID-19. Some have passed away from We know the story. We know the story. And when I say tempting fate, what I'm saying is, is that there are some sports that are going to try to push these sports through no matter what for you and I to be entertained or because this is what the norm is. We're not in a norm right now. It's, I don't think that for you and I, it's absolutely dreadful and awful, but it is something to be wary of. 
And there's been so many times that, I, from, from my experience over the years, that people look at athletes as if they're robots, that they're not human. Like if you pinch them, they won't react. Of course they will react because they're just like you and I, but athletes are the one percenters. Athletes are the one percenters. Those are the ones that can do things that you and I cannot do athletically. We could try, but we cannot do exactly what these athletes do. They do it with grace, a lot of them. And they're paid millions of dollars. They're their own walking, breathing brand. And so when we have a Dana White from UFC that goes and flies across the world to Abu Dhabi and has a UFC, a successful UFC 251 event, when we see Vince McMahon having his own wrestlers having to talk him into having masks around the workplace while they are performing for the uh, amount of wrestling fans that are watching. Um, when we have major league baseball still trying to figure out a protocol, you know, still trying to figure out how this all works, where they have testing it's supposed to come back on time. And it's not on time. Like the, what the Cubs are going through right now, or a few other teams have gone through over the last 14 days. It is really tempting fate. It is as certain politicians and governors and mayors have told us some have told us to stay indoors and uh, slow to spread and bring the curve down and all these things. And you know what? I can understand why someone would be fed up with it, but it's still a thing, right? Like I know that we are surrounded with selfish people. So many people that are so selfish and want to do their own thing. But when it comes to sports, I want the athletes I root for, the athletes that I watch to be safe, just like I want you to be safe as a listener of this show. I want you to be safe. I don't want you to have to be sick. And I think about the NFL in particular. So you do realize it's July 13th. And usually during this time, we are immersed in Bears news and NFC North news and if the Bears are going to get better, how are the Bears going to get better? What can we expect this fall? What's up with Trubisky? What's up with this team? What's up with Ryan Pace? And the thing that resonates with me a lot when I even think about Bears football is, I, I think, well, what's the protocol for, uh, are we going to see preseason games? Are we going to see games at Soldier Field? Can I go? Can you and I go? What's that going to look like? And what's the procedures for the players? All those things are still on the table. But before, it was just you and I going back and forth about whether or not the Bears are any good. But the thing that is a head-scratcher is the, the protocol. If you listen to in the archives and go to the Under the Hood podcast, you'll hear a conversation that I had with Sam Acho. Sam Acho, a former Bear, is a, a free agent right now, Players Association. I asked him directly, I'm like, so what's the, like, I don't see a plan. He goes, no, that's incorrect. There is a plan. And I asked him what those the plan is for the players in COVID-19. Like, are, are we, first of all, we don't have a training camp for you and I to go to like we had in the past, going to Bourbon A and, or not going to Platteville before that. We can't see the Bears. No, we can't see that. And then the players themselves, have had all of these Zoom calls. And yeah, they've had some light practices here and there, but it's not like 
you and I could be able to look back in July and August when we get to September and say, well, I was in Bourbon A and I saw the practices and they were too light and Trubisky wasn't out there. And how come Trubisky, like all those things were talking points for us for a while. But what about now? What's the NFL's plan? The NFL strident with Roger Goodell. We're going to have our draft. Ah, yeah, we're going to have our, our free agency period. Okay, those are, those are great events for the NFL. But what about when the season starts? Does anyone know what happens? Like, we're, we're right here on the 13th of July. This is supposed to be around the time where training camps are open, getting ready for preseason games and going through the season, but it's, everything's different now. It's just, um, it's a head scratcher because I just think that some of these owners and some of these um, people that rule sports are not thinking about the athlete first. Because if you think of the athlete first, your testing is not a blank show. It's not a sloppy shop. You're thinking about the athlete first, making sure that the athlete is tested. You're making sure that the athlete is not in a position where he can get other people sick, where it won't be some kind of outbreak. See, when the, when I'm wondering like what the NFL's plan is, that's messed up. The NBA had their plan. Hey, this is their experiment. They're putting everybody in a bubble in Orlando, and there's some complaints about food. It's complaints about the accommodations there in Orlando. Uh, but this is the the NBA at least had a plan. WNBA players complaining about their accommodations. But at least the WNBA had a plan. What's the NFL's plan? Major League Baseball waiting on testing. That's crazy. So I understand why some of you might have a little hesitation to buy all the way in. Especially when I'm hosting this baseball show. I can understand how some of you are like, huh, not so sure. But I will tell you this. That... COVID-19 is real, but you got to think about the athletes. What if that's you and I on the field? You and I. What if that's you and I on the field, and we have families and friends to have to go back home to? One other thing, too, about this. The NBA has their plan of quarantine, right, in Orlando, where all the players, it's, it's, first of all, I've been against 22 teams the whole time. It should be 16. Get to the playoffs. Get through this thing before another pandemic or another curve raises up on these players down there and the personnel down there. It should not be 22 teams. That's that's gluttony. It's too. It's way too many teams and a bunch of teams I don't care about. And I'm an NBA fan. There, uh, nobody's t- no one's ever called me and said, you know what, Hood, we need to see more Phoenix. Okay? We got to see more Washington. That's nonsense. Is there a bubble plan for the NFL? So they're going to practice and then go home and then come back and like, who knows? That's the thing. I can understand some of you are not completely bought, bought into like the upcoming baseball season or what's to come because we've been without sports, major sports, of the major top five for a while. There's a little golf here. It's fun. I've been watching on the weekends. I've been watching the UFC, watch a little pro wrestling, watch just, you know, some things there that have been live sports. But damn it, man. You got to think about the athlete first, the testing, if they're safe, and then move forward. Tempting fate. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Did I miss something, guys? Did I miss an NFL plan? Well, if you're Roger Goodell, what's your plan if you are the commissioner of the NFL? 
Eric, let me squeeze in Scott from uh, South Elgin on ESPN 1000 with Jonathan Hood. Hey, Scotty. Hey, Hoodie. Great show as always, man. I appreciate you. Thank you. I, hey. I, listen, I, I miss I miss live sports like you do on the major <laughs> level, but I just don't know what is the NFL's plan, Scotty. I don't know they, what that is. What's going on? They there? don't. They don't have one. They're they're just going to let players test positive and then sit out. Like, and, and then I got people worried about fantasy football. Like, how many IR slots am I going to have? It's like that's not what you need to be worried about right now. Like, these players are going to test positive. They're going to quarantine for fourteen days. If the if the NFL season actually happens, which I personally don't think it will, I think they're going to get to training camp. I think they might play a preseason game or two and realize we screwed up because Roger Goodell has been full steam ahead the whole time. No, no bubble plan. Look at what's happening in California, Florida, and Texas. We've got last I checked, we have NFL teams in all those states. And unless I'm wrong, I, I must have missed something. But I, I love your take on it, man, and I appreciate you. I hope you and your family stay safe, man. I love listening to you, and uh, I'll hang up and just listen to you and listen to what you got to say, bud. Yeah, Scott, I appreciate your phone call, and thank you. Same, to, same for your family as well. I just, I just like to know what the plan is. You know, like, like, you know that the Bears drive the bus in this city. The NFL drives the bus in the Midwest. We love to watch our NFL football, but like, as much as baseball fans have been waiting for baseball to to start, waiting for the NHL to get revved up, the NBA, all that, but it's like with the NFL <laughs> in a physical sport, how do you not get COVID nineteen if someone is already having it? Like, how do you st- get, stay away from it? You cannot. Is enough physicality out of football? Could you imagine even less physicality in football? One of the only things we've heard from the NFL is after the games, after they've done sweating and tackling and bleeding on each other, they can't exchange jerseys. That's one of the few things we've heard, which makes zero sense. I mean, great. (laughs) Thank you. Exactly. (laughs) I know we're late, but I just wanted to get Scotty in, and I want to get your phone calls as well. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. I mean, as as a Bears fan or just as an NFL fan, do you feel like the season's coming? Again, as my cousin said, I'm not doing doom and gloom radio, but we always give you the reality of the situation, what's going on from a reality standpoint. And I'm just wondering from you, your thoughts on that issue. Like, do you think that we're going to see NFL football on time? We're supposed to be uh, talking to JD right now from Bourbon A or from Lake Forest, or whatever, getting the latest on the Bears, like right now. This is what this would be the time, and we're not doing that because of COVID nineteen. Let me get your reaction to that and more as we move forward right here on UTH. You're listening to Under the Hood. Get the ESPN Chicago app for podcasts and the live stream from anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. anywhere. Download in the App Store today. This is ESPN One Thousand, Chicago's home for sports. This is the show to have your voice heard under the hood with Jonathan Hood weeknights at 7 right here on ESPN 1000. We'll have summer of football come your way at uh, 8 o'clock. We'll hear from former Bear. I said tongue-in-cheek. He was in the practice squad. Barrett loves when I say that. Former Bear. uh, But Alabama national champion Barrett Jones will join us. Uh, A lot of questions about the uh, upcoming college football season. Always give you something NFL, something college, something pro. And so Barrett is going to fill that bill coming up at 8 o'clock as we talk to him about um, the same kind of questions we're asking about the NFL. Like, what what does the college football season look like? What does the NFL season look like? 
I know that there are more questions and answers about all of this regarding what we're dealing with on a daily basis and sports. It's in the way, but you have to be able to be safe about all of it. And I, I want to get your reaction. Like, so if you're a bears fan or if you're just a fan of the NFL, so what, what's the protocol that's in place at this time, we should be talking about training camps and getting ready for preseason games and speculations on rosters. And we don't have any of that. None of it. We can't go to the practices clearly and things have changed. So what is always a head scratcher for me is you and I have dealt with this since March, this old COVID-19, whether you believe it, not believe it doesn't matter. It's still a story and people are commenting on it and I'm definitely commenting on it. Um, and it's just, it, it just makes me wonder what sports will look like for this, the rest of this year into 2021, especially football. What's the plan? Don't know the plan. Can we go to Soldier Field to see games? 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. Zach is in Highland with Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000. Hi, Zach. How are we doing, honey? How are you? Good. Thanks for checking in. You bet. Um, I'm, I'm just a little tired of, of, of all the athletes and everything else that, you know, the, the, the average working American – we, we have to go to our jobs. I mean, it, it, it's it's one of those things where you are obligated to do what you have to do. And regardless of your family or anything else, I mean, it's 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 gotten to a point where, you know, even with Kopech, you know, he doesn't have, a, you know, he doesn't have kids. He doesn't have anything else. And it's like you get to a point where it's like, okay, so how many times do I have to listen to this where it's like, um... You know, the average working American that's not making $3.5 million a year, we have to go to work. We still have to go to work, and we have to we have to deal with our, you know, our our, our families, our, our everything else that goes with it. And they're going to sit there and, you know, oh, I don't want to go to, I, I don't want to play, and I don't want to do this. I'm sorry. Um, I don't have that obligation. And I'm getting a little tired of hearing about all these athletes. It's like, and you're getting the better, the best healthcare system that you could have in this country at this point. Mm-hmm. And we're going to sit here and we're going to argue about, oh, well, you know, I'm worried about, um, yeah, I don't really want to play because I'm 23 years old, 24 years old, and I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm tired of hearing about that. So, so what are you going to, so Zach, so Zach, I would ask you, so, so Zach, I would ask you, so what, what will you do as a sports fan? If you're tired of hearing about it, then what are you going to do? I, I, at this point, I, I, I love baseball as much as you. I might, I I love it as much as Sylvie and everyone else on the, uh, you know, that, that are true baseball fans. This has been my sport since I've been six years old. Mm -hmm. This is what I do. I mean, I still play it now. And you, you're going to sit there and you've got, you got guys like Kopech and it's like, I get it. Okay. Maybe he has anxiety and everything else, but come on, you're getting paid millions of dollars to play the sport you love and they're going to give you better healthcare treatment than all the rest of us can possibly receive. That to me is nonsense. Go play your game. Go play your game. 
let me address that, Zach, and I appreciate your telephone call. Um, so one thing, and I appreciate your perspective, Zach, but one thing that I will always know, maybe you don't know it, but this is one thing I will always know is that you and I cannot relate to professional athletes. Every time I take this mic six days a week, when I take this mic and when you are turning on sports center, when you're turning on for your favorite sport, you are watching one percenters. And so you and I cannot relate to the money that Kopech or anybody else is making because what we're talking about are the one percenters that can do things that you and I cannot do. You and I look at these sports as, oh, it's a, ch- a child's game with children. This is what we played as kids. Or we played this as young adults. Or we played this now uh, as adults with friends. But those players that we're watching on a regular basis are professional athletes. I can never relate to professional athletes, ever. It's not just because of the money. It's just because of their ability and the things that they can do. Sports like baseball and hockey and basketball and others have given and out to players. If you don't feel comfortable during COVID-19 and you have an issue with diabetes, you have an issue at home with family, you got anxiety, whatever the issue, if you don't want to play, you don't have to play. Opt out. See you next year. But baseball is 60 games. Kopech feels that he wants to leave, and he's going to speak uh, why he is, is opt out at some point. I just don't need Don Cooper, you know, big mouth Don Cooper, to tell me that he's got anxiety and I hope he's okay because, you know, he's got the anxiety. I, I don't, that's something I don't need to know. It's something I knew, but it's something that does not need to be brought up in uh, a quote to the Sun-Times. If the kid doesn't want to play, then you move on to somebody else. And, and so when we talk about this guy's making this much money or this guy's got great health care, yeah. You know what? He earned that. He was chosen to be one of the one percenters. So you and I will never be able to to look at our lives and compare them to professional athletes or professional actors. Remember, we're in the entertainment space, and sports is just a branch of the entertainment is along with movies and along with uh, sitcoms and everything else that comes with entertainment. Sports is on the limb, is on that tree of entertainment. It's one of the limbs of entertainment. So you and I will never be able to look at their money and what we make and compare. It's not. It's not even close. Three one two three three two ESPN three three two three seven seven six is our telephone number. Uh, back to the phone lines we go. We will go to John and Calumet Heights on ESPN 1000. Hey, John. Hey, what's cracking? What's cracking, man? Man, I was trying to take a nap. I was dozing off, and this guy just called you. And, and I don't get it, man. I mean, it doesn't matter if you make $3 million, $10, whatever. This virus is real. Okay, if somebody's not comfortable, we don't even know that Michael Kopech doesn't want to go. We don't know what his story is. But for, for our entertainment for these owners, greedy owners, unions, sponsors, everybody, money, 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 money. But I don't think any no job is worth 
possibly dying for. No, zero. So if, if Kopech has a problem and he has anxiety, which is real, which is a real disease. Mm-hmm. So why for our entertainment? Yeah, everybody's bored. We want to see live sports. But if it's not safe, it's like all these bubbles and opening up early cities and all this kind of crap that's going on here. We see what happens when you open up early. We, we see it. So this is not rocket science for, for all these non-believers out here that think this isn't real. But unfortunately, we're in a new place now. So either we're going to adapt to it or eventually it's probably just going to trickle down if they don't get a hold on this. And it's going to affect all of us one day, hopefully. Not. But it's possible if these idiots out here don't take heed to the myth. That's what you get for trying to fall asleep on my show between 7 and 9. (laughs) Now y'all worked up now. Pinch nerves and a herniated disc. I've been taking this medicine. Well, you you make sure you stay away. You can go to sleep after nine, but you gotta stay awake between seven and nine. I need you. I'm okay, Hood. All right, okay. fam. Thanks for checking in. Have a good one, bro. All right. Three one two three three two ESPN three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. We'll take more of your phone calls coming up. Um, just getting your reaction. Like, so what's football doing? What, what is what is football trying to do here? Are we going to have an NFL season? And if so, what does that look like? By the way, I see that the NFL has made a move here to try to make players safe. I saw this from Tim McManus from ESPN.com. We'll get to that. Also, a name change in the NFL with one of the teams. We'll address that moving forward on UTH. Under the Hood with Jonathan Hood. Follow on Twitter at TweetJHood. Ray Flores will join us in an hour from now. Did you watch UFC 251? Did you check that out? Ray is going to review UFC 251 with us for Tales from the Hood. That will be at 835 right here on ESPN 1000. Glad to have you in uh, tonight. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. We're just talking about football and whether or not we're going to have football return. You know, like, and not just college. I'm talking about like pro football. And for those of you that are, are high school football people, like what's happening in your schools, in your districts? Are you going to get high school football? What does that look like? Uh, the story from Tim McManus from ESPN.com. NFL unveils Oakley mouth shield to combat the coronavirus. So in the name of health and safety, the NFL players could be sporting a whole new look in 2020. The Oakley mouth shield. A product designed by Oakley in collaboration with doctors and engineers from the NFL and NFL Players Association to mitigate the spread of the coronavirus on on the field of play. So this is going to be distributed to 32 teams over the next week when it will uh, receive a test drive on much on a much larger scale uh, than it's gotten to date. I'm looking at this. They have like a Ravens helmet, and it's got, indeed, it does have a mouth shield and a shield for the eyes. There's some players that are not going to deal with this, especially the eye shield. That's usually put in place when someone's been poked in the eye or maybe they have an issue with vision and they had the shield in there. And now there's going to be like a mouth guard. This, my friends, is impossible. It's impossible. And I'm not trying to be like doom and gloom. I'm just telling you like football is a physical game. 
basketball can be a physical game. You have to touch your opponent in one way, shape, or form. You're going to be around people, as, as Eric mentioned, that are sweating and bleeding and paying the price. They got to deal with this because it is sports. You cannot, I mean, it's enough to watch the NFL now. It's not that much way in college, but definitely in the NFL where it's so light to me versus how it was even 10 or 15 years ago where the physicality is taken out of the game uh, to, uh, to, by and large. Uh, but, you know, it's still, in 2020, you still have to touch. You still have to tackle. You still have to be able to grab people to be able to get the job done on the lines when you're trying to stop receivers. You know how football works. So how is that going to change for 2020? Like, it's almost like you can coin you Darvish's quote of, well, everyone's going to get it. Like, like I don't, I don't know if it's if it's that extreme, but it's like, in some ways, it's kind of like it's almost unavoidable. In some ways, in the NFL, I don't know. Three one two three three two ESPN three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. I probably won't go as far as you who said this through an interpreter with the Cubs, but but it's football, and I know that all these sports are going to try to make it safe, but. There's still positive tests across the, the landscape of sports, soccer, uh, with basketball, out of play. Like I'm watch, I've seen, seen the TBT tournament. Have you seen this on, on ESPN, the basketball? They're moving forward with it, and they're trying to be as socially distant as possible, but you just never know. You never know. Um, let's go back to the phone lines and talk to you. Marco's in Riverside with Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000. Hey, Marco. Hey, Jonathan. You know, it's crazy because in the beginning when this all started, the statistic that I saw that really caught my eye was one in four Americans are going to get it. So maybe you's not that far off. <laughs> he said, every, he's, he's I'm said everybody. About 40, so I don't, I don't know what it was like when everybody went to war during World War II, but I imagine that that's probably what it's going to be like. We're probably going to need a, a full calendar year of no sports, reset, figure it out, change some things, and then come back to being able to do sports, right? As of right now, you know, mid-July, we have nobody, from what I've read, uh, nobody's con- contracted it twice. So maybe it just has to run its course. It's going to have its casualties. You're going to get it. We're going to have a vaccine. We're going to have treatment. And the next year, 2021, then we go back to what uh, a new normal will be. Maybe we'll start seeing something different where there, in football there's a, a longer play clock because you have to disinfect your your full face mask. We're going to see some slight changes to what you can do in the stands and what we can do. But I think, I don't, I don't think we're going to see professional sports, um, you know, here in, in the States and we'll see how it works with soccer because they're back doing it, you know, in, in Europe. But I, I don't, I, I think it's going to be more like a, a year or a year plus of nothing. And then we'll come back to it. Marco, I'm glad you checked in. Appreciate your phone call. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. We'll take more of your phone calls on this. And it's along those football lines. So the Washington Redskins, the Redskins will be changing their name. It's official. The unless and, and Eric, tell me, I have not seen this. Tell me if you see something coming across. I heard that the Washington football team would be changing their name, and I have not seen anything come across just as of yet. No, there. I've been re refreshing my Twitter frequently because this morning when they came out with that statement saying that they're quote retiring the mascot which that language is a whole other situation. Um, they said that they were going to announce it this evening, so I'm waiting to see it to see if that they're going to pull the trigger and uh, give us our new mascot. Yeah, I, I'm looking. I don't, I don't see anything yet about that. Um, and the Redskins, 
logo is still up on their Twitter too at Redskins, right? I'm looking at this now. It's still up. It, it says it's going to change the name in, in, eleven hours ago. Unless I'm looking at uh, a fake Twitter account, but I don't think I am. Uh, I don't. I don't see a new name change. But the point is, is that Monday the Redskins said that they're going to be retiring that nickname uh, and that they're going to have a complete review. So Snyder and Rivera, Dan Snyder, the owner, and Ron Rivera, the head coach, former Bear, working closely to develop a new name and design approach that will enhance the uh, standing of our proud, rich tradition of the franchise and inspire our sponsors, fans, and the community over the next 100 years. Well, my stance has not changed when it comes to this. If I was Dan Dan Snyder at the beginning and I was the owner of the team, I would have changed the name because the story of the Redskins is not a new one. It's new in 2020 for some. It's a story that I've been seeing for the last 15-plus years where you have uh, Native American tribes and people saying that this is a racial slur. Redskin is is a racial slur. There's no question about that. And for those that are in the in the camp of, well, it's always been like that. Why do you got to change it now? I'm used to it being the Redskin. Well, because things change. And for those that are un- uncomfortable with change, uh, then you're going to just be the ones left behind. You will look out of step. You will be the ones that people will point at and say, ah, look at this old timer or look at this person that can't change with the times. You're the one that's going to be uh, still calling the Redskins 25 years down the line when they've already changed the name. If I was Dan Steiner, I would have changed it immediately because there's been so many uh, over the years that have said this isn't right. I also want to point out something else for our, our new listeners for Under the Hood weeknights here. I am not into PC. I don't think that that's a thing. When you hear, if you use the phrase, ah, you know, that's just being PC. Oh, you're just being politically correct. There is no such thing as political correctness. There is no such thing. Uh, that is a that is a misnomer and it's a falsehood. There is no political correctness. There is political, because that is a word, and correctness is also a word. But the two, it's not anything that's really a, a thing. It's not about being PC. It's just being C, and that's just being correct. And if you have people of, a, of Native American descent that feel like the American Indian chief uh, has has been put out there in a negative light where American Indians or native Americans in general feel like they are not uh, being depicted properly. Then you change it. It's as simple as that. Why would I want to have that drama on me? If you're just one of these people just want to fight, that's great. But here's the thing. Always know that money is the option Uh, money. Money is the thing. Money is the thing because it's one thing for Dan Snyder to say, oh, I'll never change the name. Sure, so it's the proud tradition of the Redskins. FedEx says, no, we're going to pull out of this unless you change the name. Okay, well, maybe we should change the name. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought that you were had your, your heels dug in and that you would never change the name of the Redskins until sponsors start to leave. It wasn't enough that you had negative press. I guess you could take that, but you couldn't take sponsors leaving. And so now Dan Snyder has to change. Coming up, we're going to hear from Doc Walker, a former Redskin and a talk show host uh, from the D.C. area. And we're going to get his thoughts 
on the Redskins name. And take more of your phone calls coming up, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. Just keep in mind, there is no PC. There is no PC. It's just C. If there's a group of people, and it's, again, it's not about what you relate to or what you know. It's about a group of people come to you and say, this is not right. This is a racial slur. Change it. Well, from a business standpoint and from a personal standpoint, I would change it. And it doesn't, it, it has nothing to do with political because it's not a, a, a side of an aisle issue. They're not a Republican or Democratic issue. It's about what's good for business. What's good to make a lot of people happy. You can't get everybody happy, but you get a, a lot of people happy. Well, we'll change the name. And guess what? I will make a ton of money in merchandise with the new name. And people can still walk into the ballpark with their Redskins gear and all that because they want to be defiant. Who cares? Who I couldn't care less about that. But it's about the C and not the PC. It's about being correct. We'll hear from Doc Walker on what's going on in D.C. with this name change next on UTH. This is Chicago's home for sports. Stream ESPN 1000 easily on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. You're listening to Under the Hood on ESPN 1000. We'll have... Summer of football, as we do every night at 8 o'clock right here on ESPN 1000, give you something football. Barrett Jones, I think you'll like this conversation with Barrett Jones, former Bear, tongue-in-cheek, because he was on the practice squad for a little bit. Uh, but Alabama, great. And he's the ESPN college football analyst. We'll get his thoughts about what the college football season looks like. We're talking about the NFL, right? So what does college look like? You've seen some of these uh, Power 5 schools. Uh, let's see. The Pac-12, the Big Ten, they are going to go with just conference-only games. Still waiting for the South. What's happening with the SEC and the ACC? Um, We're going to talk to Barrett about that coming up 8 o'clock right here on Summer of Football with Jonathan Hood right here on ESPN 1000. As I mentioned, got a chance to talk to Doc Walker, friend of the program from the Team 980 Sports Radio in Chocolate City. We talked about a number of things, and you can hear the full conversation on the podcast. Go to ESPN Chicago, download the app, click under the hood, and you can just click Doc Walker to hear the full conversation. But I talked to Doc because this story is not going to go anywhere regarding Washington's football team. The Redskin name is now gone. Now what's the next step for the Washington's team? I talked to Doc, and he tells a story about when he felt the Redskins mascot was wrong. Maybe 15 years ago, um, I was on a flight going to the West Coast, and I was with a gentleman who I believe he was a senator, probably or congressman. He was Native American. And I just went and asked him. I said, <clears throat> I said, you know, sir, we've been called, you know, Negro, colored, black, um, a number of nicknames, ninja, coon. I mean, so many different things. Mm-hmm. And if there was a team nicknamed that, I would take offense to it. I said, is it offensive? He said, yes, it is. So I said, I have no problem, you know, changing my game because I referred to him as a skin for over a decade. And the burger didn't go, which I prefer, which that was the name. And um, and then when Bobby Beathard, Dan Snyder, hooked up some of the uh, his 
people he's close to, and he sent them all over to reservations. And Bobby came back and told me there were three reservations he visited, and the mascot of the school was Redskin, and it blew my mind. I said, what? So I said, oh, they just like black people. They're confused. Mm-hmm. And they're confused because they've been like us, called so many different things. And I said, okay, I'm done with it. And then Bobby said, well, no, there's three I went to. And I said, show me the logos. I said, some people take great pride in it as Native Americans. They've told, I've met people that have said it's a sense of pride. I thought the Cleveland Indians logo was offensive my whole life. Every time I saw it, I thought, that's like going blackface. Yep. To me, you know, it got this Indian up there grinning. I said, that's ridiculous. First of all, why would anybody be that happy to have had all their land and properties stripped from them? Mm-hmm. Who's going to be smiling? That's like us smiling. And what do they do? They depict back in the day black people cheesing, smiling. You know, and I always thought that that was offensive. And so um, once Bobby told me that, I said, okay. And I went, you know, went normal with it. And since then, uh, once this came up again, we had uh, we had um, Mayor Bowser on the show two weeks ago on Dr. Galdi, Team 980 in D.C. And she said we're talking about the stadium possibility of being relocated on federal ground. She said that probably would not happen, and the name would definitely be an issue. That sparked more attention. It went national, and people started talking about it. And then when you throw in the climate of our environment now, Bingo, that was enough. And I think it was the straw that broke the, broke the camel's back. And uh, next thing you know, you know, the owner, Dan Snyder, said never. And then before you know it, uh, Ron Rivera comes out, former Bear, a champion, a badass. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, also Pac-12. That's where he, you know, he's a Pac-12 guy, so we already know high IQ. And he said they've been talking about changing the name for the past two weeks the past two weeks so i said at that point i go well this thing is done and then two of his partners in the ownership group have said they want out and so i think all of this has turned into now the issue as to why i was able to get on your show tonight because it is it is a point of national interest Doc Walker, former Redskin and talk shows from the Team 980 talking to me about that. The full conversation uh, on the ESPN Chicago app. Just click under the hood and you can hear our full conversation about the Redskin name changing. In two minutes, we'll have Summer of Football. We talked to Barrett Jones. If you're a college football fan, what happens to the college football season coming up? That's next right here on Under the Hood. <laughs> 